I'm Amy. And I'm Tracy. And welcome to our podcast, It Still Takes a Village. We believe that today more than ever, we need community, not only when raising children, but also when it comes to getting through day-to-day life. So grab a cup of coffee and just join us for some conversation. So we are here today with my good friend, Aaron. We've known each other since college. And um, I believe that Aaron is qualified to talk about today's topic of autism because she has a set of twins and they both have autism, but different kinds. That's right. And she's just an all-around cool gal and has an awesome personality. So that helps. Please. We, we prefer that around here. So <laughs> Yes. So, Aaron, I've introduced you briefly, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, gosh. Where to start? Okay. So I'm married. I have two kids. Uh, I have... Abram and Micah, they're my twin three-year-olds. So I've been married about five years, and let's see, we got married, and we had kids pretty quick. Uh, found out there were two in there, and that's how we had Did twins. Did you expect that I had no, no, no. At the ultrasound, there was, bam, two babies. So. <laughs> I just I remember you calling <laughs> oh me. Oh, my gosh. And I yeah. was like, and she's like, they look like bunk beds. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> and I said, I did the whole Chandler you're having twins. It was quite a surprise. We went to Applebee's to process after that one. So. I, that's what I usually do with life. Just right. Like, you know, when yeah. they throw something at you. Appetizers, yeah. I was just so excited. And then I was. Then my next thought was like, how do people even do the whole twin thing? Oh, yeah. I always wonder how. And then, because it was my second, I popped out much sooner. And my mother-in-law was like, are you sure there's right. two babies? And I'm like, no, no, I'm just showing. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> Thank for pointing you. that out. Yeah. So, don't you love when people think you're having twins, but you're not? Yeah. Oh, that, well, that's like the cliche thing to say when, you know, when you don't know what to say when someone's pregnant. It's like, you got just one baby in there, har har. Or what about if, if you're you just about don't say anything other than congratulations? If you don't know what to say, just say congratulations. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Easy. It's or generic. When in doubt, don't. <laughs> exactly. That's my rule of thumb. So you guys went to Applebee's to process the whole situation. We did. Well, he had, we'd been joking that there were twins for months or mm-hmm. weeks, I guess, at that point at the hospital. I'm a nurse. And so, of course, I have twins. And so nobody believes me at that point. And I had to carry <laughs> around. Right. The, I know. I had to carry around the, the sonogram to prove it. Yeah. So. Well, you are kind of a jokester. I am. I am. This lady is queen of puns. <laughs> so if you, I mean, I'm expecting you to throw in some puns here or there. Oh, we'll see. They sneak out a little. Yes, they do. Like a bad fart. I knew, I knew it. I knew she was going to say that too. <laughs> Ever since college. Those don't know if we sneak out. We were talking about, I think my son strategically did that the other night. Oh. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what boys do. Boys yeah. do it. Look forward to it. You got two of them. So. Well, yeah, actually, I have one boy, one girl. Oh, I'm so. sorry. No, that's I, okay. I, that was my misunderstanding. That's right. Names. Now the world knows. So hey, Abram and Micah. Yeah, Micah May. Micah so Micah's May. a girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you call her by both names? No, we just call her by Micah. But well, just Abram to, has a middle name too. He does, Christopher. But that's three syllables. And <laughs> it's a mouthful. We yeah. weren't thinking. They didn't go to Applebee's for that decision. <laughs> that's right. Like, nope. Yeah. We had that one down. And who's older? Mike is by one minute, questionably. Questionably. So. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty quick minute, I thought. Her and Abram no will doubt. be fighting over that for years to yep. come. Yep. So tell us about uh, just kind of as life. Just tell us as life developed and and just things you saw happening with the twins. So they just turned three in September, mm-hmm. and so we had. I when I was pregnant with them, I had a normal deli- or just a normal. Pregnancy, mm-hmm. everything went good. They were six, 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 five. They hit all their milestones. Yeah, they yeah. had an elephant Gosh, gestation. Gosh, one baby. What they said. <laughs> yeah. What's an elephant gestation? What I had is what my doctor said. Beats me. Google it, everybody. Oh, Lordy. Oh, okay. learned something. Yeah. Mm, big twins. That's what we're going to call it. Means you had big twins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, beats me. But, yeah, so they were normal-sized and pretty much up till 
about the age of two, everything was normal developmentally except mm-hmm. for speech. Their speech was delayed. And I even mentioned, remember talking to you about it, Tracy, mm-hmm. just that I was concerned. And everyone, a lot of people kept saying, it's a twin thing. It's a twin thing, which uh, a lot of times it is because mm-hmm. twins okay. have their own language. language. They babble. They they have their own language. But something just didn't quite feel right. And so either way, they were behind in language. So mm-hmm. I reached out to the school district. Once we've moved a lot, we move yearly, it seems. I and hope so, not this time because no. you live by me this time. Yeah, we're Yay. home now. That's the plan. But at that point, I reached out to the school district, and that's the key with autism. Anyone listening is early intervention. And so the school district got involved, and ironically, that's kind of when some of the behaviors happened. You know, we'll get into it more later. But, like, my daughter really started flapping her arms, and my, mm. my boy just really started lining toys up and very mm. strategic key things for autism. Okay. So that was really interesting that that happened. <clears throat> What kind of, like, what, you just called the school district and they sent you to the right person or something? I I actually was at the pediatrician. So that could be another route is if you're at your pediatrician's doing your well checkups, which you should be. I'm a nurse. I should probably promote that. (laughs) But (laughs) I know. We just had ours. I feel, uh, I remember, it's well, three. My youngest is is three. um, But I feel like that's kind of their questions now they ask are they doing this are they doing mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. and when they ask some of the questions I'm like are they are they checking for signs of autism now which I'm sure they are I don't mm-hmm. remember that with my eight-year-old mm-hmm. so it's become more prevalent that they would ask Fair the much. questions so Fair what much. types of things would you look for then right mentioned like the lining up the car so what types of mm-hmm. things were do you know now were symptoms sure and the tricky part is you know a lot tricky thing with autism it's so different where they're at developmentally you yeah. know I mean if they're one year old versus eighteen month old versus two years. So that every well checkup, they'll ask different questions mm-hmm. and ask if they're doing certain things. But you know, a lot of times they'll ask if they have so many words by that time, or are they? It's not normally about their gross motor skills. Some of my signs, like for my kids, were the speech. The speech mm-hmm. was the big one. Like I said, I I just didn't know if we weren't fully there developmentally. But then the repetitive motion, that's kind mm-hmm. of a big thing. Like kids, if you see anyone with autism, they might be spinning in circles or they, they might be flapping their arms or jumping. Um, that's just how they get input from the world. It's just really interesting to me because we're typical people. So we have I'm diff- not very typical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either. That's kind of the joke in my house. But. Yeah. <laughs> You're the normal <laughs> one. I'm the normal one, yeah. And <laughs> So, but yeah, they want to be normal. Who wants to be normal? I know. <laughs> Boring. But yeah, just the input they receive, even just smells and tastes and touch, they don't fully understand it. My daughter is super clumsy. We made, we made, mm-hmm. we made fun of her for about a year, not knowing it was a symptom. Oh, I mean, no. she just wiped it out all the time. I and, still do that, though. I mean, fairness, maybe I have too. a problem. She, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But. I think that's why it's so tricky to spot because it is sure. so, I mean, what toddler doesn't fall, what toddler well, doesn't. yeah, you're used to it. They're finicky. They're fickle. They're, yeah. So it's. It's really tricky. And then my kids, I mean, Tracy can vouch. I think they look fairly normal. I think they're adorable. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just really kind of hard to spot. And every, there's just not like, oh, they definitely have autism. You know, it's it's a spectrum. If you hear about autism being taught, it's a spectrum. And And um, I hope you can explain that spectrum because I don't understand that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they just call it autism spectrum disorder. And there's also Asperger's. That's Mm -hmm. kind of. People have heard of that. They're you know, trying I recently to, heard that's no longer considered a yeah, form of autism or was before. They're trying to phase the name out, I right. think. They're okay. just trying to okay. clarify it all as on the spectrum. I think okay. That's kind of the window. It, it could helps. be. <laughs> there you go. I know. They take the one fun word to say. <laughs> we are taking all your fun away. Gosh. Yeah. But, okay, so I really do want to know about the spectrum. And also Asperger's is supposedly on the spectrum, mm-hmm. but now they're taking it off, kind of like, 
Pluto or something. Maybe. Oh, man. <laughs> just kind of trails. Pluto's no longer a planet. How's a dwarf planet? <laughs> there you go. But so when you say someone is on the spectrum, because you're, you're, you said your children have two different types, or there are two different... Is it considered like a level? What is what is there's the... three levels, I okay. I believe. Like like I said, I'm new to this, but from sure. my knowledge, there's one, two, and three. You yeah. know, both my kids were diagnosed with moderate autism. Mm-hmm. And so they're different. Like I guess what I'm saying is that they're presenting different. Okay. They both have the exact same diagnosis, the exact same everything. It's is just moderate a two? Moderate's a two. And that, a mild, that was that was an educated guess. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm guessing mild, moderate, and severe. That's my guess. Okay. So. All my paperwork says so. But Asperger's is just, mm-hmm. it's typically a higher functioning form of autism. Okay. I've heard that. A lot of times they're average or above average intelligence. Right. They just have a hard time communicating or just the social. kind of socially awkward yeah. or just don't fully get puns. You know, just don't. <gasps> oh, or, man. Wow. <laughs> You're human. <laughs> you just totally wasted. They really would. They would take me very literal and who knows what. Oh, I would be held not, accountable to. So think yeah. like, like uh, Spock. Then. Right. I mean, you, I can, mean, you, you say big cool. I'm, I'm letting my I, geek show right now, but you I can't grew make... up on Star Trek, so okay, there you go, I then. totally got that yeah. reference. <laughs> Live long Google and it if you did. <laughs> Google that. Google. So, okay. uh, yeah. So that's the thinking on the, on the spectrum. Okay. You know, it's it doesn't mean one is better than the other. It's just sure. everyone struggles with different things depending with where you're at on there, I suppose. But yeah, it's interesting with my kids. So I have a boy and a girl, which who wouldn't say boy and girl are different, but. Mm-hmm. My, just their autism in general. So my boy would gladly, like him in his happy world, is him just playing by himself. He will have, when I say lining things up, like he, I can give him Hot Wheels cars uh-huh. and a, a boy would race them along, probably things, and, and he would just line them up. It's right. like they kind of, a predisposition to objects is one of the signs for mm-hmm. autism. Like they care more about objects or the wheels of an object than actually pretending to play with it. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Like, so he never <clears throat> runs it along the floor? He has started to because we have kind of, we've had to teach him that. Okay. Like you don't normally have to teach a typical kid how to play with toys. Right. Well, they see wheels and they immediately just go. They, and yeah, do I mean, okay. you might have to that first minute, you know, but I mean, he's three and he's going to be three and a half come a couple months. And, you know, we still have to show them how toys are. And it takes, they might not get it the first time, might not get it the second time, might take 10 times before mm-hmm. they even, they have a toy we've had for a year that they both finally just sat and played with together. So, well, you sent me that picture of him lining up the cars, but I rem- I have a picture of Levi when he was two or three and he lined up cars. Mm-hmm. So some of the things, like you said, must be very tricky to, to think. Right. And so well, not- I'm just saying that because I don't want anybody out there listening to think, oh my gosh, my kid lines up his right. cars, he has autism. Exactly. There's a lot of other things there's to a, be considered. There's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of things if you're looking at somebody, kind of the joke there's a lot of jokes in the autism community. <laughs> well, that's good. It yeah, right. It's humor, a fun, so. yeah, sure. We deal with a bunch. But, you know, there's different things. Like if you've met someone on the spectrum, then you've met one person on the spectrum because everyone's so different. Oh, that's one of the things because like you can't clump them all together. Sure. And Tell, yeah. You mentioned an autism community. How mm-hmm. would someone find a support system like you found? And what are you involved in? Well, we've just came back here to St. Joe recently. But in the brief amount of time we were in Omaha, mm-hmm. Facebook's been huge. You know, sure. it's just nice to get up. To, I mean, right now, around around Christmas, like there's sensory Santa or there's sensory shows. Like, so my kids struggle with loud noises. They can't just go to Walmart and be fine. Like right. they they see the bright lights and the flickering lights and loud. I mean, we get overwhelmed at Walmart on Christmas, right? Sure. As adults. Yeah. Walmart on right. Tuesday. Halloween right. freaks me out. Right. So at least that so. one's over. <laughs> <laughs> so just Don't little trips. Christmas in the park. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so me going up to 
say Santa would be very just intimidating to somebody sure. with autism. So, Santa scares me. Anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I, what I have seen just in my brief amount of time, like there's these small communities that have a sensory Santa where they just very have cool. a Santa that they hire and they do. I mean, we're sitting here in a booth, just us right. three right now. So they would do Santa like somewhere in some, just a place that they're very cognizant of yeah. the lights and the sounds. Calm and mm-hmm. not overwhelming. And if they freak that, out. Um, yeah. Overstimulating. Exactly. They sit on his lap still or they don't do They it. can. You know, there's even been pictures coming out on Facebook where Santa played on the floor with a kid. You yeah, know, no, that and, would be cute. And, and it's coming. Yeah, there's, I think, just the awareness sure. is just starting to finally get out there. That not every kid, it's it's okay if your kid doesn't want to sit on a stranger's lap. It's okay. I actually think they yeah. shouldn't. I don't. <laughs> I'm so weird. I get people mad at me. But I'm like, no, no, you're not sitting yeah. on a strange man's lap, and I'm not encouraging you or yeah. getting upset with you if you cry because I didn't get a picture of it. I exactly. Just, so, do that whole but I'm scene. a weird mom, so yeah. So just things like that are coming out. So the social media has been mm-hmm. been good with that. Well, trick or treating, you know that again. How do you get your your kids that can't keep socks on their feet? Mm-hmm. You know, again, that's one of the things my kids struggle with: shoes and socks. Sure. You know, and well, let's dress up and go knock on people's doors when a lot of kids with autism can't speak or sure. don't fully understand what's going on, and it's scary. Well, they yeah. probably don't want to keep their costume on either. That's any exactly. kid's yeah. issue. Exactly. Mine were all. You're. Good. I don't want to wear this. You're wearing it. I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want candy, if you're bringing me back candy, you are. The, uh, really, that's why we send them anymore. So they come Pretty back much. with something for us. Pretty like, much. So you right. mentioned that with the things that kind of intimidate kids what do they enjoy like like if you were to to observe them doing something what's their their joyful moment their favorite things to do like i said abram would just love to just be in peace and quiet just playing mm-hmm. with his toys i mean right. he's the first one up in the morning micah is like me and he's like his dad who's awesome i'll talk about my husband mm-hmm. more but abram will get up early in the morning and he just he's in bliss he's got time to himself he can just play with toys we might have like mickey mouse clubhouse on mm-hmm. and he's he's finally starting to sing like he'll sing the eym USC, you know, it's like, it's just really cute because we didn't know if words would ever come, you know, and they still have a few words. So that's kind of what he would do. Micah would, Micah is tricky. She, she just doesn't care about toys. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's really hard to see. Like it breaks your heart some. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And anyone that has autism or you know, it's it's just a different struggle. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to see your kids not being able to communicate what they want. You know, yeah, and there's absolutely. times I'm like, oh, I don't even know what you want. I don't know what's wrong. She would be happy with a piece of string, honestly. Yeah, I and I love watching her with it. She'll twirl it. She gets mm-hmm. all into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you mentioned, I mean, how hard it is. I think of how we get stressed out just trying to communicate before our kids can communicate in any way. Um, so as a parent, that's difficult. Is there, have you found like support groups? Do you have people that you can connect with that? Cause I can sit here and say, Oh, I understand that must be hard. But the reality is, is that I don't understand mm-hmm. it as well. So do you have that here? Is there a good community even where we are? It I seems mean, like it's physical a, people you need to meet with. I have <laughs> right. And so, I haven't yes. actually got to meet with many people. I've heard of a couple of people here in town that I'd like mm-hmm. to meet, but the reality is we all have the same struggles, you know, yeah. and I was, just, I just came out to Tracy's here a couple of weeks ago and it was longer than that. I don't remember. But I was oh, just, she kind of got to see a little bit of, you know, I was like, I wish there was a park here that had a fence because oh. I can't just take my kids to the park by myself. I just can't. I mean, yeah. me and her were an acre apart with one. Abram <laughs> just I, took off. Oh, yeah. no. And it was, I mean, I was like, this is great, though. Boys need to get energy out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he did. But he just he didn't stop. Yeah. And that can be quite dangerous if you're at a public Absolutely. place or a park. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. And, and they don't respond to their names a lot of times. You know, oh, I can. Okay. And, it's just the guilt, you know, you've all, we're parents, so you you go to Walmart, your kid has a breakdown, but it's like people, 
like I said, my kids look typical, so they just think it's a parenting problem. Oh, or, yeah. yeah, it's just it's really tricky. So that was just another, I want to make sure people know that if your kid's not turning around to their name, um, that's a big red flag, sure. you know, and if you're clapping to get their attention, you know, we were doing that some. Yeah. And, you know, there's been some YouTube videos even about, like, just some awareness videos. And one of them's like, maybe it's this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe he just likes the toy or maybe he's just being a boy. So if you're saying maybe a lot when you're looking at your kid, just really, I mean, don't freak out. But, I mean, sure. again, it just could be something worth looking into. Absolutely. Is there so. a certain YouTube channel or anything that's good if you want to learn about autism? Like, Oh, I have I would no like idea. To. You could mm-hmm. probably just type in autism. And there's autismspeaks.org. Um, okay. I think okay. it's .org. And that's a big one. You know, that's who's putting out those promotions. Yeah. And then there's a couple blogs. I, I don't read. I don't have much. I do read, but I don't have much time to read. read. I can't read. <laughs> but some blogs are just a waste of time. They are. They are. Um, Who wants to hear ranting about their children and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I think it's more for the blogger than the mm-hmm. person it reading is, it. They just want a public mm-hmm. diary at times. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's Guilty. one. I've done that. <laughs> exactly. I don't have a blog because I would just ramble. Yeah, I would totally ramble. <laughs> we have a show instead. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we it's do. easier to talk than write. It's so much faster. We invite people to come just to partake. <laughs> hey, we're trying to raise community awareness. <laughs> this, is, this is very <laughs> We chose you on purpose. You Thank go. you. Go on. Go on. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, what have the, like, your, do you have special, is it just your pediatrician still taking care of the kiddos or do you go see specialists now? And what type of, I'm just curious if you go to, like, developmental classes to do things. Like, what do they recommend? Because there's not really a, you know, I, I hate to use the word cure, but you know what I mean? Sure. Like, there's not really a way. It's just how to adapt into life, right. right? Yeah, right now there's really, there's not a cure for it. I mean, it's developmental disability. And, right. and so, yeah, we, we still go to our normal pediatrician. And like I said, it's more becoming more prevalent. So a lot of pediatricians know about it. Mm-hmm. And then to get your diagnosis, you probably have to go to someone more specific. Sure. In Omaha, we had done that. But um, right now, we are just starting. There's something called ABA therapy. Mm-hmm. It's applied behavioral analysis. So that is a big focus. I mean, in the autism community in general, people would differ. You know, is that the right thing? And it's kind of it's kind of like boot camp a little bit for your sure. kid. I mean, it's it's like you pay big money to get your kid trained. I mean, it's just trying to focus on those behaviors, right. trying to get compliance. I mean, if they can't sit in a chair longer than 10 seconds, how are they going to sit in a classroom or, you know, and it's, yeah. there's just a lot of debate about it. But that's, so we're, we've just started that. And then, you know, you have speech therapy, mm-hmm. we'll probably start some of that. There's occupational therapy, and that's going to kind of help with the sensory issues. I say sensory, like Abram's awful. He's like picky eater. <laughs> I mean, he's mm-hmm. super picky eater. And so that'll work on some of those things. Or if their fine motor skills aren't quite to par, they sure. work on them. And then PT, physical therapy, PT. Sorry, I'm a nurse. I'm trying not to throw acronyms out. That's okay. <laughs> the do PT, they, the OT. Do they use utensils or are they using pincer grasp or what do they do? They have pincer grasp. Good one. I yeah. read. Yeah. I could I see what your fingers were doing there. So I picked up on that. But it's, <laughs> it's just, you know, with a thumb and forefinger using go. as a pincer for those you who bet. cannot you know see that me I've, this I've read that and I thought it was pincher. <laughs> I still pronounced There's it no that H. way. I, know. I wish you would have brought it up. That would have been even <laughs> But anyway, do they or do they not? <laughs> they they their pincer grasp is intact, but they're not the most coordinated with silverware. I think Abram would be much better at it, but he eats crackers, so it's hard to eat a cracker with a fork. I mean, well, he is so. I've never picky. tried it, but I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, it would it would be tricky. So we really have to focus on nutrition with them, and there's even 
there's a lot of different feeding programs out there. Just, oh, wow. you know, because what toddler's not picky? Again, mm-hmm. it's all these things that right. just sound normal. And, yeah. you know, it's. And then when you can't just, quite communicate if it's they really don't like it or mm-hmm. it's just, oh, wow. Yeah. And we and having twins, it's like we had two of them that were struggling. So it's like, how do you know if they're both? I mean, we're first time parents. Is this just normal? Is yeah. this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So there's all those therapies that you can start. And autism's pretty expensive it's an expensive burden i mean you have the financial aspect you have the emotional aspect you see the fuzzy warm stories on the news about the kid that gets into the basketball game to get the winning score you know but it's there's so much that happens behind the scenes you know and i've got to tell tracy some of that and you know just i think a lot of times there's a lot of loneliness and i'm very social so Mm -hmm. it's been hard for me to kind of grasp and grieve I mean, I'm, I go to a party and I want to hang out and talk yeah. to people. And it's like, I have two kids that can't even, don't even want to walk in the room. Don't even want to go in there, you know? And so it's just trying to balance that. And it's like, you want what's right for your kid. And it's just, it's just hard. And you celebrate different things. And we worked for months trying to get Abram to say the word more. and Like to sign it and to, say it or both? Mm-hmm, both, yeah. Do they use some sign language then? Yeah, they, they use a few words. Again, I mean, it takes months. It just takes months to get them to say certain yeah. words. And yeah, so it's it's been very challenging in that. You know, I, I was kind of Googling today even. I was looking through all the links. If I find a good article, I save it. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say how many I had saved. But. <laughs> hey, I think it's great that you're you. researching that, you're yeah. learning about it. Yeah, anyone that's suspecting it has probably has a similar list. I'm guessing, you know, Ryan and I went, I came home from the library with about 15 books. And, you know, of course, you have two kids with autism, you don't have time to read them. Yeah, but right. I, they looked good on my bookcase, though. So. <laughs> Overachiever, then. I'll get to those. I just want to say that it was it was really a treat to hang out with you and your two kids because I want to understand it. I yeah. want to understand what a parent's life looks like. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, they they napped for half of the time we were there because they fell asleep in the car. And so we sat outside. It was a nice day. Mm-hmm. And um, we sat by the van right. and just talked until they woke up. So we had a nice time to chat. But then when they woke up, it was like immediately Erin had to be on her A game. Yeah. And really, it, she needed to clone herself. So it was a good thing I was there. Yeah. And I work out. Yeah. So I took off after the runner. And then Micah, um, I couldn't really tell what she was doing. She just played with certain things in the backyard. and She loved that cat. She yeah. loves animals. I've, no, I, I've seen a lot of mm-hmm. that, that, um, that that kids on the on the spectrum tend to respond very well to animals. Mm-hmm. and. Probably because they're not nearly as invasive as people are. We're right. all in people's face and yeah. want to play. They, mm-hmm. And animals are kind of just, they're chill. They're there. So mm-hmm. She really seemed like she acted gentler with that yeah. cat than my two-year-old. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the two-year-olds, two-year-olds can be very, uh, they don't understand animals. Mm-hmm. I get overwhelmed. <laughs> but she was very gentle. Just no fear. Yeah, yeah, no fear. And I think animals pick up on that. I mean, yes. we'll, we're in an apartment yes. now, which is kind of its own struggle. But, you know, just a dog will get on the elevator with its owner. They can't push the buttons themselves. Oh, but, there's the pun. <laughs> yeah, she will just like turn around. I mean, she just wants mm-hmm. to know that dog. Yeah. So it's that gives me great joy. It makes me want to sure. buy a dog. I don't have time to do it with the yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah. You don't so need another get person. A free dog. Yeah. Such thing as Body. A free dog. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you next with? I don't know. I was going to kind of get into this. The I don't know how much you've looked into this stuff because I'm sure as a parent, one of your first thoughts is what caused this? Mm-hmm. And I know autism is one of those tricky, you know, controversial ones to talk about, too. Very much. So, um, 
And as far as I know, there there's not we don't we just it's one of those things where we just don't know. We just say it flat mm-hmm. out don't know. What was it like going through that process of just kind of because I'm sure you feel it of like okay yeah did you just, I do something exactly Could I have done something else what yeah you, and you have that you guilt on that what do you think? yeah I remember the freeing feeling about finally bringing it up to my husband you know and I remember him crying like if I just cause this I'm so sorry and I'm mm. like you didn't and like getting careful thinking about it but yeah they sorry hold on. You're okay. And your husband is such a sweetheart. Yeah. He is just a, a really kind and loving guy. He's hung out. Like, our husbands no, no, have hung out and yeah. we've all just kind of <laughs> spent some time together. So I love that. I mean, you, you do have a very a gentle and understanding guy. Yeah, totally. You're like, oh, and by the way, it's your fault. There's two kiddos. That's like, true. The twins. <laughs> that's true. He Matt, was, God, they're not identical. It wasn't you. It was that's him. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> <Your chromosomes>. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so... I remember that freeing feeling just talking about it. Yeah. That it wasn't our fault. You know, the big controversial thing is vaccines. And sure. there just can't seem – there doesn't seem to be any research that supports it's vaccine-related. Yeah. There really doesn't. I mean, as many people that get vaccinated, you know. That sure. It's hard. I mean, I, I don't believe it's from that. But yeah. um, who knows? It's got to be environmental or uh, who knows? There's I don't know. Some, yeah, it's just something Something's that's just, going on. All of a sudden it's happening. So yeah, and then. We hope that that, but then again, you know, cancer's on the rise. All mm. these different things are. So it's a mm. matter of like, there's got to be something that's causing all of us to have these, almost, I say new, but maybe we just misdiagnosed before. Yeah, I do think these, some of that, yeah. that they're, yeah. they're noticing it more. Because, yeah, like I said, a lot of this looks so typical. Sure. So I do think it's some of that, that, that it's been missed. I think especially emotional, like I was even watching a History Channel special one day. Mm-hmm. I, I watched those occasionally on the, I was on the treadmill and it was interesting because it I, was, just, I was on the treadmill. So it was okay that I was watching TV. You, you, well, anyway. <laughs> I, I was watching Doctor Who while I folded the laundry. So like, <laughs> It's always like you can't justify watching TV unless you have something else you're doing at the I time. Know. That's my opinion in my own head. But anyway, they had a, a special about how there were so many um, veterans after the Civil War in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. I think it ended in 1865. Um, especially in the South, they were missing limbs. They right. had seen terrible, terrible things because if you think about it, they didn't have the weaponry that we have today. So sure. they were like very close to the person that they just killed. Mm-hmm. Right. And there were just tons of people with um, post-traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. except at that time it wasn't diagnosed. Right. And so there was no one to help them. And some of these people would run around crazy because, well, I'm going to, I shouldn't have used the word crazy, but oh, what they, they could only call they, it crazy. They, they called it crazy. Else they called it. it crazy. Yes. Yeah. The pe- everybody thought they were just insane. Mm-hmm. And there was people like left at train stations with notes saying, I need to get to Santa Fe or whatever. But anyway, I just feel like in today's society, we consider emotional um, you know, disorders, if you will, to be something that needs to be not only diagnosed, but treated mm-hmm. and, and help people. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, it was just kind of one of those things that was glossed over and, well, you have a problem and we're just not going to talk about it. Right. right. Totally. So I do like it that it's treated almost, me- it's it's recognized in the medical community as, mm-hmm. you know, equal with physical needing yeah. treatment and needing yeah. help. Yep, and insurances are starting to catch up on it. Like I said, oh, it's gosh. it's super sure expensive. So. I think I saw, I saw like the average age or the average. It's like fifty grand a year oh. for one kid with autism. Oh, like wow. just to you know, and I'm like, oh, we have two of them. Well, what are we gonna do? Yeah, yeah, just if you if you do all your therapies and if yeah. that that applied behavioral analysis is super expensive because you're dealing with 
all the specialists have their doctorate. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. they're they're highly trained, and uh, but insurances in some states are starting to cover it. Obamacare did start with that on some of the states, so that mm-hmm. was a big deal. But so yeah, they're starting to catch up on it, and that's a big deal. It just needs to be talked about more. Yeah, and certain Which, ones. I feel like it's starting to get that way. I know that when we mm-hmm. when I we first talked about doing a show like this. One of the guys at my tattoo parlor, his daughter has autism, and he goes, I wish people would talk about that. Mm-hmm. He's like, no one talks about it. Nobody really – you see someone that you think might be that way, and you just are like – you kind of you know step back and avoid and try not to engage and cause any episodes. He's like, and just more people need to know about mm-hmm. it so that we can all figure out how to react to each other right. and how to interact with each other. Mm-hmm. So, And I just have the suspicion that autism parents want – you know, our kids – they're not they know what's going on. They just yeah. struggle with how to engage. You know, yeah. like they their intelligence is there a lot of times. They just don't know how to socialize. They don't know how to go, hey, you want to play with me? You know, yeah. so I just the more aware we become, the more likely we can go up to, you know, the kids. Will, that's why I love about kids. You know, you mm-hmm. go to a park, the kid doesn't go, you have autism. I'm not playing with you. They're yeah. just like, want to play? And if they don't talk, they still play with them. Uh, my yeah. kids would be like, she's spinning in circles. I'm going to yeah. do that. That yeah. looks great. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot she's of, doing it right. So. Yeah. And I do parents. wish more adults could act like that. Be like, yeah. um, let me just hang out with you. Despite the fact that maybe we're different mm-hmm. rather than, ooh, I want to get away. You look too weird kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, that's And that's hard. what I want to see. That's why one of the reasons why I wanted to invite you here is just to let's raise awareness. Let's mm-hmm. recognize that it's it's not so foreign as you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody has little tendencies with this and that. And how can we raise awareness? What What would you like to see if you could change the world? Oh, boy. What would wow. you do? Puns for everyone. <laughs> That's right. A pun a day. Okay, obviously, after that. <laughs> I would put fences around parks now. I would. I, I think Fences around parks I mean, are not a bad idea. Uh, if, sure. if you're talking autism, you're talking safety. So, sure. I mean, if you want... If you want to know where the autism parents are at, they're probably in their safe houses. That's mm. realistically where you're at, or you're in the backyard with a fence. I loved our house up in Omaha. We had a privacy fence. They're, like I said, Mark, my kids are runner, as, and he's three. When he gets yeah. four or five and starts scaling fences, then oh, they start yeah. getting ankle bracelets. You know what they're, I mean, these are real deals. This is what kids with autism have, and mm. they have tracking numbers, and that's, you know, like you just, you have, I think parents just have fear about it. And, and we're just, I'm not trying to talk all negative about autism. Sure. I mean, but that's just a reality a lot of them face. And a lot of parents face, I think. At least yeah. maybe that's where I'm at in my world right now, just with two of them. I'm in a, an apartment now, and I just got a parking spot, thankfully, mm-hmm. right next to the door because I have to Yay. get both my kids in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh. just even crossing the street. It's like you just – it's just nerve-wracking. you just knowing – Thinking of like – Trying to get them both out at the same time. restroom. Yeah. When you have, like, I, you ever go into the public restroom and they have the seat you can put your kid on and, like, strap them I into? I love the, those. Oh, yeah, but you have two of them. Now what do you do? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah. So For, like, the baby changing? Yeah. No, no, no. Like, no, the in little... the actual stall, there's a little chair. Have you seen those? Oh, no. <gasps> They're no. not in very many They're places. They're not in many places. Ikea is one of them. Ikea has that. <laughs> Every once in a while, if My you... kids are afraid of flushing toilets, so yeah. we don't go. Oh, there. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Instant flushers annoy yeah. me because, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, they have, like, little too, seats with, like, it basically just, it looks almost like the changing table, but it's just a little, it's almost like a little high chair chair. Okay. You can put them in, and you can buckle them, and then you can do your business. And right next to them. And you don't have to worry about, because mine are, like, you know, my little guy would crawl on the floor and get out I'm like, right. it's so dirty. Yeah. Or you're escaping. So. Yeah, totally. No, I haven't seen that. What else would you do to change the world? I don't know. There's so many things you could say. Probably one of our main struggles right now is just communication, you know, and that's yeah. where we have like full-blown meltdowns and crying. So I think it'd be pretty awesome if everyone could communicate their needs, like just yeah. clearly. I mean, think about just at, we're women. 
Can yeah. we do that? No. no not to our husbands. <laughs> we can't It just think depends clearly. on the day. We think yeah. we do. I was plain in what yeah, I said. I no. said that blunt. So, <laughs> what, yeah. I do. I like what you said about, you know, if a child has an episode in public and we're like, God, why won't that parent do anything? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I always try to stop myself from making an assumption mm-hmm. because you've we've all had days where our kids are just having their meltdown mm-hmm. and nothing's going to change it. And you're like, you know what? Sometimes they're on their best behavior and I do everything that I can, but I try really hard not to be like what is your problem yeah with your kid because you don't know Mm -hmm. like i've had friends they've got you know my son has an issue and when he gets on a rant like you can't how i have to deal with it is to literally let him scream Mm -hmm. and it's just going to happen and if we can even you know can i help how are things you know is there Mm -hmm. anything I don't know. I almost want to be like, can I hug you? But that's really right. creepy if a stranger I know. did that. But sometimes I would that would it. really be yeah, what you need. If you're yeah. standing there with a screaming child in Walmart, like, offer to hug me. Don't offer to beat my kid for me. Like, please. Right. I would not want to hug. But <laughs> I, I told a story about a while back about a girl who bought me a chocolate bar. And mm. from the next cashier over, and like, the next line, and the cashier handed it to me and said, yeah. here, she wants you to have a better day. That was really nice. Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. And it doesn't even have to be something physical. I just like, I think that... Our town's actually not too bad about judging child behavior, I mm-hmm. think, because people are more accepting in our area of larger families, more children hanging sure. about. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like maybe on a coast, you know, True. east, west coast, where you just don't see as large a families because of conglomerations of people living in one smaller yeah. area. Mm-hmm. So people tend to have smaller families. Yeah. But my point being, it feels like people don't judge as much around here. But what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I, I would agree with it. I mean, it just depends on the day. And, and, <laughs> and it could be just completely made up. Like we are as women already or men, whoever just are already know that the meltdown's going to happen. So right. we might think that everyone's looking at us and nobody is. They might just all just be buying their chips and moving on. That's sure. true. So. Yeah, we do think that people are more worried about us than mm-hmm. they really are. Because think about it. How much do you, do you care what's going on with the people? Right. I, a lot of times if I hear a screaming kid, I'm like, I'm so glad it's not mine. You know? I yeah. And I move too. on. I and I'm like, but if they cry, I mean, it is what it is. And A lot of times I'll just like quick pray for that mom. Because yeah. I don't know her. But man, that is rough. It's, yeah. str- it's very stressful. And my kids especially struggle with that. It's like my kids, what they need the most is what they struggle with the most. And oh. so that's very hard for me. Like we try to get them out. To socialize at least once a day, going to pushing them beyond their their limits, you know, and going to Walmart. So that's, you know, I make that them counts. do those things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's would it be easier just to sit at home and I don't know, watch Every Mickey Mouse? And yeah, that, that would yeah. be a, wonderful. I think that's a great. I'm glad that they're doing those things. Sure. And that shows your strength, you know, but, that you're willing to step outside well, and do that when it would be much easier not to. Yeah. But I will say. Like probably my biggest downfall is asking for help. And so this has been the biggest thing for me. And I've seen how God has just challenged me with that is, I mean, I've always just, I don't like to be a burden to people. And now all of a sudden I have two kids that I need help with. We moved back home. My husband joined the National Guard so we can Mm -hmm. get better insurance so we could have kids with therapy. He's going to be gone. I'm going to need help. And it's just very challenging, but yet. I just see how God's making me grow through that. And yeah, it will. Yeah, and it's it's good to rely on people, and people do want to help. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, how often are we hindering people and taking away their gift of helping, you know, yeah. just by not allowing them? Or when people so. say, is there anything I can do, take right. them up on exactly. it. Exactly. I've yeah, started so. to do those things. Like, yeah, I would love if you can just – I'd love to take a shower. I'm like, yeah. that'd be great. Can yeah. you just come over and watch the kids and I'll take a shower? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you come to my house afterwards so that I can, that'd be swell. Yeah, we can. I took one at the fitness center today. See, it's awesome. It's, yes, the struggle's real. Oh, I showered yeah. at the gym. I totally did. I wore flip flops. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah, 
you never know. know what funk is on the floor. That's oh, yeah. right. But I thought, you know, this sounds actually more peaceful than trying to shower at my house and bang, 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 bump, 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 bump. And then they're waking up the baby or they're yeah. waking up the toddler. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. We, we all struggle with the we shower, all get it. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine don't, I, mine don't no say lie. words, but they No, I don't smell any bad smells in here, so we must have accomplished the task. We Tracy did. has seen my day-to-day itinerary for things. There's, uh, there are times when I have shower on my schedule. Smart. So. <laughs> yeah. My favorite, though, was when I saw that you schedule reading your Bible. I, I was do. just so encouraged by that. You saw when it was scheduled, though, right? 5.30. 5 a.m. Nice. Or 5, yeah, whatever it was. Um, you'd have to, almost, yeah. you know? Well, just... I, that's what I do because that's my, my quiet time and mm-hmm. when I'm not running to, you know, four jobs for now and all that. So, yeah, she's like, you should schedule. I'm like, I have to schedule time with Jesus or it ain't happening. You probably yeah. have to do the same thing. Yeah, which Abram gets us up, so that's good to do. Or yeah. Now, Micah, you know, she's, we've been up till 1 a.m. the last two nights, so I'm a night owl, but... That girl needs to go to bed. So. <laughs> she just isn't staying she, in her bed or needs her nap. Well, just or needs her sleep. Yeah, just we're struggling with the nap routine mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just I don't know. I don't know what it is. But well, and three is a tough age too because it's like sometimes they need to phase out the nap, right. but then they're so cranky in the right. evening. Exactly. We're trying to maximize learning, but yet. Yeah, they also need to be well rested. And yes. So we've just we can't quite get her over that hump. So naturally, she'll fall asleep at four or five, and then even if it's a power nap, she's up late. Darn it! But she's like me, and I'm like that. I'm ready for a party. She's just up at nine, ready. Like where where are we going? I got my boots on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I know how anyone who comes on our show is like, oh, I'm not qualified to talk about this, and it's not that you know anybody's an expert. But you have a story to tell, and you have an experience, and I know that it's hard for you to come here, and we really appreciate you being here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I sure didn't feel very qualified. Well, you're But awesome. I do have stories, and I will tell. Well, we aren't qualified to run a show, but we do that. <laughs> I'm really, I'm disappointed, though, with the lack of puns today, honestly. Uh, well. Do you have any more? For, I must ask you if you would please share one. Not I, in her A game. I just, <laughs> I just don't have them. I don't have them until they come. I, mean, I know. Yeah. I do have a good encouraging story, though. So the first, this is, and then we'll be done, I'm sure. But (laughs) so when we were up in Omaha, uh, the first event we went to, an autism event, of course, I'm just feeling uneasy about it. What are we going to do? So Ryan and I came. I want to get to talk about him. He's awesome. (laughs) You need to, you just need people in your life that are encouraging. And my husband's that guy. I love that you talked about how much you chat together about things. Yeah. I mean, we're emailing during the day if we don't even get correspondence. I mean, we have to communicate certain things. Communication is so important. Yeah. So... Anyway, so we finally step out and we go to this first event. And, I mean, Micah went through a phase of fear. I mean, she just was afraid to go out in public or anything. So she wouldn't even go in the door. There's all these kids playing and they're all in there. All all these kids have autism. All the Mm -hmm. parents are over there chatting and you can tell they've done it a while. And so it took – they had these nice dividers in there. So it was a nice safe place. So obviously it wasn't our first – the first kid to do it. But we stood there and about 20 minutes in we got in there. And Abram was in there playing with dad or whatever. And she was so afraid she didn't leave leave my side the whole time. Finally, I went and talked to parents. And, like, the last few minutes, she took off across. Like, she wanted down, and she took off across the way. Mm-hmm. And she stopped halfway, and she just looked at me. And um, and the whole crowd just started clapping for her. And I was Aww. like, they get it. You know, and that was Aww. my moment. Was like, I was like, these people get it. They've been there. And, yeah, I'll just never forget that moment. And, and they just encouraged her to come back. And, it's yeah, it's just, it takes a village. Yeah, yeah. It, does. it still takes a village. It still takes Aww. a village. Oh, somehow oh, it's always plug. there. Mm. <laughs> oh, that is a beautiful story. Can yeah. you? What event did you say you were at? That was that was just a local um, kind of chapter, autism chapter in the Omaha area. Oh, okay. And so they would always 
you know, it's just volunteers. I mean, yeah. that's we could we can have that in St. Joe. So, if but we you, don't have one. I there's an I know that there's a Facebook group. I don't know how to fully get a. I don't think there's quite activities going on frequently, hmm. which again we're all we all have those kids, so we don't yeah. have to step up and do it. And maybe we just all need to meet each other so we can do it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe game. there's just yeah, pretty much. Maybe. You need a posse. It's just kind of tribe. Depends. Well, thanks again for coming you and bet. sharing your cool stories and no stepping outside the box and. We appreciate Ryan watching the kids so you could be here. Thanks, go. Ryan. Hey. He's amazing. <laughs> He's amazing. We also appreciate your husband who has the six of ours up yes, there. Yes, yeah. my four and your two. <laughs> nice. Thank God for yeah. amazing husbands. Oh, man. Anyway, thanks for listening, and yeah. it does still take a village. Thank oh, you for being here, Aaron. Thank, thank you. Bet. You bet.